morning and welcome to Absolute Bedlam Podcast on this rainy Monday night. Um, right, so tonight I have Fred Evans with me, who is a CrossFit trainer. He's very fitness orientated from what I can see online. He also likes his video games and we're going to be talking about mental health, physical health and keeping a routine. So hello, Fred. How's it going? Hello. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, yeah, good. <laughs> Yourself? Yeah, I'm all right. All good. All good. Ready to get uh, chatting about CrossFit. Um, yeah. So, first question I always ask everyone on these episodes is, how has COVID been for you? Um, to be completely honest, it's... <sighs> It's going to sound a bit bad, but I've sort of enjoyed it, really. Not not the whole COVID thing, but yeah. the, the lockdown, because... Yeah. I mean, especially the first one, it was such nice weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we had, uh, we've got a decent-ish-sized garden, and kids were at home, obviously. So, yeah, it was, it was all right. But I managed to get out to work still. Mm. So I was leaving yeah. the house and stuff like that. Mm. And then coming home earlier and, and joining it with the kids. I know. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's been a hard time for a lot of people and stuff like that, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting how, like, situations like this can bring, like, the best and the worst out in people, and some people seem to flourish through sort of change and circumstance, whereas some people really struggle without that sort of social construct that we have, not to sound too conspiracy theory. Nothing um, else, yeah. yeah. It's interesting how people just seem to get on with it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we've always been sort of like a, a quiet family anyway, so we've not massively yeah. changed too much. Yeah. I think yeah. like the first lockdown was like completely new and fresh and sort of when else am I ever going to be able to take three months, four months off work and still get paid 80%? Well, that's um, it, yeah. That's it. So yeah, you've just been getting on with it basically. Pretty much, yeah. Um like I say, having the kids at home. I mean I I only did a couple of hours a day at work and then I came home and then spent it with the kids. Yeah. Which to start with was nice and then as the time went on you actually started realising yeah. that they need to go back to school and stuff like that. Yeah, you become a bit of a sort of hamster on a wheel, don't you? And you start yeah. sort of yeah, like even if you got a job that you absolutely loved, I think there'd be some days that you'd be like, "This is a bit samey now." I suppose. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, it's all about balance and all that, isn't it? It is. Cool. Well, well, I think that's the first person I've ever had in these forty-five episodes of someone actually enjoying COVID. So, well done. <laughs> that makes me sound bad. <laughs> no, that's all right. I, I understand what you mean, though. I think everyone can sort of relate to what you're saying. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, you've got to have been worried through it all and stuff yeah. like that. But, yeah. But, yeah, the whole lockdown situation just, yeah, seemed all right. Yeah. I'm just a bit sick of wearing a face mask now. But apart from that, you know, everything's all right. Everyone's healthy. Yeah. Well, that's, it. that's it. So, obviously, we'll get into the meat of this conversation, which is the elephant in the room known as CrossFit. Yeah. So... Bear with me on this, Fred, because I'm a complete idiot. And somehow I've got a sponsorship with a CrossFit company called Grind. 
<laughs> so this is proper like hypocritical. However, I didn't really know what CrossFit was until a couple of days ago, like properly. I know that there's like a lot of like internet memes about it and how it's like a lot of people like to talk about it. Like when they are vegan, it's that sort of thing where people kind of say that they do something and no one's really asked. But yeah. obviously I think that's a very sort of, you know, you can probably get like two out of a hundred people that are actually like that. Yeah. So just, yeah, sorry, go on. I was just going to say it's, um, yeah, it's something we've just got to mention. I think it's been fed into the yeah. system of CrossFit. You have to mention it no matter what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no matter what. Yeah. Whatever the situation yeah. is, I'll, I'll squeeze the CrossFit in. So yeah. for an idiot like me, and I'm sure a few people listening, what is CrossFit? And when did you start doing it weekly? Um, so I started it about four years ago. So about, yeah, 2017-ish, I think it was. Yeah. Just, just sort of once a week just to get into it. Um, but what is it? It's, for me, it's yeah. hard to explore. Yeah. It's, it's sort of fast-paced. Uh, mixed yeah. of obviously you've got your Olympic lifting, a uh, bit of gymnastics and and um, endurance and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's a mixture of everything really. Yeah, so it's like all of the usual sort of workouts blended together. Yeah. Okay. And it's uh, I mean it's it's enjoyable. I think that's yeah. the main thing for me is I enjoy doing it. Yeah, I don't think you'd carry on doing it if you didn't well, enjoy it, like we discussed earlier, sort of thing. Yeah. You get bored, don't you, if you're not actually enjoying something? Yeah. yeah. Um, it does CrossFit have a sort of process to it? Is there usually like a certain part of it, and then you move into the next part, or is it kind of just whatever you feel like doing on that day? Um. So, as a beginner, you probably like you have a scaled section. Yeah. So you get a daily workout, um, which for me today was like your 30, 20, 10 of dumbbell snatches, toes to bear, burpees. So if you wanted to scale it down, yeah, um, you wouldn't do toes to bear as such. You'd just do like knee raises. So it's down to the person that's doing it really. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, if, if somebody's just started into fitness and that's what they've gone into, they've gone straight into CrossFit, um, then, yeah, it's breaking the back of it, really. Yeah, it's kind of jumping yeah. the shark a bit, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, you've gone a bit too overboard straight away. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, like, what is a... I, I see a lot of these, like, CrossFit centres. There's quite a few in Weymouth. And... Um, yeah. I'm assuming there's different levels, different classes for each sort of area and sort of level of skill, I suppose, that you're at and how long you've been doing it affects how good you are at it, I suppose. They don't do levels about that. It's literally everyone gets put in a room. They all get given the same workout and then it's down to the person themselves whether they want to do it as the workout is said on the board or they scale it down to suit their okay. needs all oh, right okay so, um 
I mean, mm. I, I'm not, like you say, it's a, a, a CrossFit gym, or also known as a box, is what the CrossFitters call it. Yeah. Um, I'm not part of a box. I do a lot of mine at home. Uh, I yeah. do the occasional bit at one. Um, but yeah, you go into a room and you're stuck with like, well, not you're stuck, you, you, you're in there <laughs> with um, like 18-year-olds who are ridiculously fit <laughs> compared to someone yeah. like me. And then you'll go and there'll be like 60 year olds, which obviously they're not as fit, but they're still giving it a good go. Yeah. It's, it's, so yeah, there's no set levels or anything like that. It's just okay. get in there and get stuck in. Yeah. So it's kind of bespoke to what you think you can do with your yeah. body, yeah. what your limits are. Yeah. yeah I, I, I do see a lot of older people do it. And um, they could probably run rings around me. Like, I'm quite handy with jogging. I can do up to eight, nine K now without really sort of stopping, starting, thinking about it. But yeah. you see some of these um, sort of Mr. Motivator type people that are getting on like 60, 65, 70 years old. And yeah, it, it's ridiculous. It seems to be like a real sort of healthy addiction from the outside in. Yeah, um, say healthy addiction. I mean, God, the amount of bloody back aches and shoulder pains you get and stuff like that. Yeah, it's still obviously doing it safely, sort of thing. But yeah, it's just uh, yeah. it's 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 definitely an addiction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoy it though. It sounds um like something that if people are sort of coming out of lockdown and not re- really feeling happy with the fact that they've eaten takeaway for the last five days in a row might be worth uh potentially getting back on the horse as it were and potentially looking at doing some crossfit or some spinning or some stuff like that and um, yeah, definitely getting back into shape because i've noticed like i've seen your instagram videos obviously and some of the weights that you lift are pretty out there and uh you look like you do it with relative ease oh some of them yeah um yeah <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't put the videos up where I fail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um some of them yeah, it's, some movements I'm I'm quite confident in. And then some movements I in the back of my head it's oh you're gonna struggle with it and yeah. Yeah. They just seem heavier than what they actually are. So Yeah. So from your sort of thought process, what does it take for you to do more than what you can currently handle? Is it just, I'm going to give it a go today and see what happens? Or is it, I, I'm getting bored of doing, I don't know, 80 kg. I'm going to go for 90. A bit of both, really. Give it yeah. a go and see how it goes. And then you'll, you'll sort of like halfway through it for me. I'll think, you know what, it's going quite well. I'm going to push a bit harder and try yeah. and beat what I've mm. just done. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's the only way to do it, really, isn't it, is increments. Yeah. I mean, personally, for me, I would never, at the start of a workout, I'd never say, right, I'm going to smash it and I'm going to do yeah. over my personal best because if I don't do it and I fail, I'll be let down. And Yeah. Yeah, it sort of takes effect on your mind, really. Yeah, I get you. Especially when you're doing it from home as well. Like, you probably won't want to go out in the back garden. 
and sort of face the the weights, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, in the back garden, probably better because nobody else is watching you. (laughs) (laughs) True. You just get a bigger fence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We'll just quickly go into nutrition, if that's all right, because um, there was a few people that messaged me about the fact that you were coming on um, and they wanted to know sort of what a CrossFitter's day-to-day diet is. And I also want to get your thoughts on like fad diets, which I see as like get rich quick schemes that they work for a very short space of time. And then suddenly your body panics and you start putting all the weight back on. But I just wanted to know what your sort of day-to-day consumption is as a CrossFitter and sort of how you can optimize your body to get the most out of it to do all of your crazy stuff that you do. See, this is a, a, a tricky one for me because I don't massively follow the calorie counting or anything like that, and I know you yeah. probably should do. Um, yeah. But I'm not a terrible eater. I'm not a great eater. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I have a good day. Well, I have a few good days, and then I'll have a bad day where I've eaten stupid amounts. Yeah. Um, but if I do do that, then I, I push myself a little bit more in my workouts. Or, yeah, or try and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I'm trying to think. I think I should probably aim for about 3,000 calories a day because of yeah. my job as well. I do quite a bit of walking. Yeah, okay. Um, and then get home and, and and then do my workout and stuff and run after kids and, and that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a workout in itself, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. The three-year-old nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, diet, I mean, diet struggles for me. Yeah. That's I say, yeah. Unfortunately, it's not something I, I follow massively. Yeah, fair enough. Do you do sort of breakfast, lunch and dinner? Or do you do like five small plates of food? Or do you starve yourself and do intermittent fasting or no not breakfast lunch yeah 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 i can't um yeah i can't go with, i can't go without my breakfast because so i just, i wake up at half three i'll have my yeah. breakfast at about four and by about six o'clock i'll be so uh, uh, close to sort of like thinking you know what i'm gonna end up passing out if i did that if I haven't eaten anything. Wow. Yeah. Of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've got to breakfast, dinner, tea, lunch, dinner, whatever you call it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Depending on where you are in the world. <laughs> yeah. Do you, um, do you do your sort of training in a calorie deficit or do you, are you not really that bothered about it? Do you just do what you think you can handle at that time? Uh, what what I think I can handle. Um, I, like I yeah. said, I, I don't follow the calorie count too much. Um, yeah, fair enough. Sort of knowing what I'm eating, I try and stick to roughly guessing it, in a way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not something I'm massively sticking to. Yeah. You ask any other expert, it's probably a really bad idea, but... Well, I say any experts at all, really. Yeah. But, you know, it's, 
for me, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What works for you is what works for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I can't imagine being a personal trainer. That must be such a minefield as a job. Because literally everyone's got different sort of metabolisms and body types and struggles. That's it. Yeah. But I mean, I've not gained weight, I've not lost weight. I'm I'm doing some of it, all right? Yeah, you're just maintaining every week. Yeah. Mm. Fair enough. So next question I was going to ask you, uh, we'll probably go to a quick break after this one, is can you effectively CrossFit at home and what equipment do you need to get started if you were going to do that? Um, Effectively doing it, yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I started off with a kettlebell and two dumbbells yeah um and that's I, I spent about a month just working out just that and then i ended up getting a barbell with my weights and i've slowly added on to it yeah um but yeah i mean the, the kettlebell is probably a pretty decent bit of equipment because you can do quite a lot with it yeah um, yeah i mean doing deadlifts with the kettlebell um, you can do squats with it, anything overhead as well. So it's it's. If I was mm. to tell anyone to get a piece of equipment, that would be the first piece. Yeah, it's quite a versatile little thing. Yeah. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Effectively, I mean, if you wanted to really push up CrossFit effectively, then unless you've got the money, it's not something you can do at home because it soon does add up. And yeah. space as well. You need a lot of space. Yeah, space. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. It looks like you've got a bit of space in your um house or is it your garden that you do it in? In my garden. Um, yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, it's pretty decent sized. Um, the missus isn't happy because I've smashed up all the pavement slabs, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not happy with that. Uh, but yeah, storing it though for me is a bit of a pain because. Yeah, I bet. Um, sort of like a little outhouse which is uh, a meter wide by two and a half meters long something like that yeah so yeah it's a bit of a pain getting in and out every day but yeah but yeah if you wanted to do it yeah massively then yeah it's it it probably would be a struggle unless you had the room and the money yeah i think the key is the room and then you potentially get some cheap equipment like like where you say kettlebell yeah. And you, you work your way up to getting a better one. You know, if that one breaks, then you could potentially buy another one afterwards. And you kind of just go up through the ranks, I suppose. Like, I don't know what a good kettlebell is. Do you know any sort of makes that are better than the others? Um, I don't know personally, because mine's, my kettlebell that I've got is probably about 10 years old, 15 years old. And yeah. it's been passed down by Blue. Um, family members so <laughs> <laughs> um, I do believe Wolferson sell Wolferson Fitness sells some good kettlebells yeah at some point I will be looking at purchasing one of them it's <laughs> yeah but I mean nice. if you just had the kettlebell to start with you wouldn't even need that much room yeah like I say, it's such a small piece of equipment mm. Unless you're going to 
swing it around or something, then you should be all right in a, a smallish area. Yeah. Yeah. What's that um, Olympic event where you like swing? It's like a kettlebell. It's like a ball on a chain. Uh, you swing it around and let go of it. Uh, I can't remember. It's like a shot put type of thing, isn't it? But, yeah, I want to say it's like a mixture between shot put and javelin. Yeah, I can't remember the name of that one. Yeah. I know what you mean, though, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter too much. I'm just trying to think like, <laughs> the reason that you would need all the space in the first place, sort of thing, for something yeah. like that. Um, I think Joe Rogan does quite a lot of that sort of stuff with the kettlebells, so it might be worth checking out his Instagram or something like that if people were genuinely interested. But I think he's got some bespoke ones that were like custom made for him because obviously he's rich and he can have whatever he wants whenever he wants. Yeah, yeah. But, I think yeah. he does. Yeah, like I say, he does do quite a lot of kettlebell workouts. Um, mm. which is quite good but yeah, yeah. I think bespoke ones and they're very nice looking kettlebells <laughs> yeah I think he's um he's got like a sauna in his garden as well Ooh. so um, he's always uploading yeah, no, pictures like on Instagram <laughs> yeah he's doing all right that's when you know you've made it that's it yeah but yeah right so we're going to go to a quick break and after the break Fred I'm going to ask you two more questions about CrossFit and then we're going to move on to video games and all that usual stuff. So next question I'm going to ask you just after the break is, would you say that CrossFit has helped you mentally as well as physically? So tune in in a sec, guys, and we'll answer that question. Just a quick reminder that you're listening to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. This show is officially sponsored by Grind Fitness and Sportswear Clothing. This active and healthy lifestyle company hails from Weymouth and do I. Check out their website, which is www.grindlimited, which is L-T-D, UK.com. That's www.grindlimitedUK.com. I've recently been given some of their products to test out and it's all been absolutely fantastic and very very comfortable to wear. The base layer doesn't cling to you and you can really feel the quality of the clothing. Get involved and start your own grind today. If you have any questions regarding any of their products please feel free to drop me a message on my Instagram page which is Absolute Bedlam Podcast or drop Clayton the CEO a message on Instagram his uh, Instagram page even is called Grind, which is G-R-N-D. We will be very happy to help you with any inquiries that you have on your way to start your own fitness adventure. Thanks again to Grind for allowing me to promote your products. Right then, back to it. Just to let you know that Grind are currently doing a 25% off everything on their store with my affiliate code, which is Bedlam2021. So that's B-E-D-L-A-M for mother, 2021, which is the year that we live in. Bedlam2021 at checkout for 25% off all products grind. Back to the episode. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. So... Would you say that CrossFit has helped you mentally as well as physically in terms of health? Uh, absolutely for me, yeah. Definitely mentally. Yeah. Um, 
physically, yeah. I'm not, I'm not. I'm doing CrossFit more for your mentality, really, more than your physical looks. I mean, like I said earlier, I'm, I'm not putting the weight on and I'm not dropping the weight. I'm a, a nice weight that I like. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, mentally, it's it's definitely helped with a lot. So, yeah. yeah. Have you ever had that feeling before from any other workouts that you've done in the past, or is it is that that the thing that keeps you going back to CrossFit? Um, running as well. Running helps me with yeah mentality. Yeah, I mean, I mean, running wise, you you get out and there's nothing there. So you're just on your own and you can just think about whatever. And then you yeah, get back yeah. from it and, you know, it's your mind's cleared sort of thing. Um, yeah. <clears throat> CrossFit-wise, I think it's more, this is going to sound stupid, but the pain of CrossFit <laughs> beats yeah. out here. So you, you push yourself a lot during the workouts, especially if you want to be a, a top athlete. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's definitely helped mentally for me. Yeah, I think like when I go jogging for sort of my standard at the moment's eight k, but I do want to push myself to sort of ten k and potentially even beyond that. But yeah. I get that feeling when I'm constantly running for sort of more than forty minutes of just feeling empty. Yeah. And it's really hard to explain that unless people do the stuff that we do. But you kind of feel quite vulnerable and sort of open to, I don't know, it kind of depletes everything around you and helps you focus in a way. Yeah. Does that make sense? Uh, oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I get that. It is hard to explain sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just seems to, it, well... It does the job for me. It, it yeah. helps a lot. Yeah, it's kind of just you, your headphones, and whatever you've got physically in your pocket, and everything yeah. else can kind of wait. Like, I think it's one of the only times that I'm not on my phone. Like, I'm listening to an album or a podcast or, you know, yeah. whatever, and I'm just with myself, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Um... I mean, I've done it where, I mean, I enjoy it more personally when I don't have my headphones or anything. So it's just literally just you're running and you're hearing the world more than anything else. Yeah. Um, and that really does sort of help clear your mind. Yeah. Do you, um, do you live by yeah. the sea, your friend? Um, well, 15 minute drive away. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah, that's about being close to the sea and just sort of getting as close to it as possible, like jogging or sort of doing exercise past it. It just feels so like rejuvenating and so sort of, I don't know, there's oh. just something about it. I'd recommend it to anyone to give it a go rather than running in the city. Do you know what I mean? I struggle more in cities and stuff like yeah. that. Now, I don't know if it's down to obviously uh, built up areas and it's hotter. And then yeah. you've got your emissions from cars and stuff like that, which that's it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then obviously you see you've got your CA, which Yeah. One's done it. <laughs> I think that yeah. is it. Probably but, the uh, yeah. answer. 
yeah. But with me living like 15 minutes away, it's it's on one of my runs, I can run up a massive hill and I can look out and I'll see the sea from there. Mm. But it's a big hill, so I don't. Yeah, I get what you mean. So um, the last question I was going to ask on CrossFit is what makes you keep doing it? And a kind of sub-question to that is what is your end goal? Like if you could achieve anything out of doing it, what would that thing be? Do you want to turn pro or are you just happy doing what you're doing? Um, keep doing it for mentality and stuff like that. Like say physically wise, um, so I wouldn't even say I'd love a six pack or anything like that because I'm not massively fussed on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but for my mind afterwards, after the workout, it's it's good. Mm. Um, yeah, and me eldest lad's seven years old and he's starting to get into it, so that's gonna yeah push me more into it as well. Cause that's cool. I can't have him at eighteen years old beating me when I've been doing it for bloody. Eleven yeah. years longer than him. <laughs> yeah, that's not fair, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, in in the long run, um, don't get me wrong. If I ever got into, I'd never get into the CrossFit Games now. Yeah, I think a lot of younger people are coming through. But you know, if I if I got the Masters like forty five years old or older, that'd be quite good. Yeah, I'd be happy with it. Yeah. Yeah, just do it because you enjoy it and everything else is a bonus, I suppose. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Um, can I just ask quickly as well, just on the CrossFit thing before we uh, transition into talking about the PS4, um, how do you know Clayton from Grind Fitness? Was that just through an event or was that through potentially buying some of his clothing? Uh, right, so I got... I didn't know anything to do with grind until i got something called a strong box and that had um one of his t-shirts in oh cool which uh, i quite liked it it's sort of just a i can't remember what color it was now but it's just sort of like playing on with his grind yeah. logo on yeah, yeah, yeah and it was comfy enough so i'd look on the website and bought a couple of other stuff nice so, yeah and to be honest they're good t-shirts i like them yeah they are really nice yeah <laughs> Yeah. If anyone is uh, interested as well, I would probably repeat myself at this point because of the pre-recorded ad that just played. But if anyone is interested in any of the grind stuff on the website, then use code absolute bedlam, uh, just bedlam, sorry, 2021. So that's bedlam 2021 and you get 25% off everything on the site. So that's pretty handy. So uh, there's one for you, Fred. Write that down. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. But yeah, I, I think... Um, grinder planning to go to some events when covid finally runs away and uh hopefully we'll uh get some more shirts sold and some more uh equipment sold and people like you yeah. can start getting back into it i suppose but it doesn't sound to me like you've ever stopped not massively no yeah. but hopefully uh if they make it to any events and hopefully i'll see them there one day can't yeah. wait for that day <laughs> I'd actually yeah, quite like to go to one just as a sort of fly on the wall. So I might, might have oh, to. Oh, the Yeah. For a small, a small event, even the atmosphere, a small one's amazing. Yeah. yeah I've recently got... um, 
Go on, sorry. I was just going to say, you've got people who have never met each other before and yeah. cheering you on and stuff like that. It's great. Yeah, just that common thread of like one thing that you've got in common. Yeah. Yeah. I um, recently started taking my son to Park Run, which is like five minutes away from our house. And um, we only do like two, three K. But um, it's really good to see like other people spurring each other on. That's it, yeah. Just makes all the difference. Makes you sort of push yourself a tiny bit more than you would usually. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it is good to see that in any sort of exercise, really. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. That's it. Right, so enough of that. So I understand that you're quite into your video games. Yes. So I'm going to ask you. <laughs> I'm going to ask you two questions, and obviously we can talk about video games as much as you want. But what are your top two or three games of all time? Top three. Um, yeah. GTA Five would be up there. Yeah. Left for Dead. Maybe Left oh, yeah. for Dead Two. Uh, yeah. that's definitely me me top game yeah but that was more down to I mean it's a great game as it is but it was more down to the people you were playing it with yeah uh, hmm. and third I don't know to be honest with the third one bit of a <laughs> I'm just waiting now really because yeah. I've, I've Obviously, Left for Dead, and now they're bringing out uh, Back for Blood, which is pretty much done by Left for Dead people. Oh, so, I didn't know about that. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto Six as well. At some point, that will drop. Yeah, I think I don't know when that's going to be. Actually, is it next year or something? I think oh. it's next year because Rockstar have said that. GTA 5's been basically running on its own steam for the last 10 or 11 years. Yeah. Because they're just constantly adding DLC to the game and like new tracks and new races and sort of the whole heist thing obviously took off. And that was like one of the first times ever that you could do that online with people. Yeah. And that was one of the reasons that I enjoy that game. There's still quite a lot to do on it. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. 10 years of it. Yeah, yeah, nice, um, nice games. Yeah, I haven't, I forgot about Left 4 Dead to be honest. I haven't heard that in a long time. Oh, no, it's just one of them games that's always in the back of my head. Are they bringing it back out and stuff like that? Mm. Turns yeah. out they will be doing. Nice, that's good. A different name. Yeah, yeah. So let's cast our minds back a little bit. What's the first memory that you have of any video game as a child? Um, I can't remember the name of it. Is it like Odyssey's World or something like that? Abe's Odyssey. Yeah, that's the first game I ever remember playing. Just vaguely remember it. Yeah, that was Um, a good game. Yeah, and I could only ever play that when my brother was at school. (laughs) (laughs) I'd sneak into his room and get on it quickly. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. Was that PS1? It will have been, yeah. Yeah, you have to like hide from the creatures, didn't you? But you were a creature yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. It was like 
you're you're like an alien, aren't you? Yeah. Um, you're escaping from a prison or something like that, and you're hiding the cameras and and stuff. Yeah, there's quite a lot of those games out at the moment. There's one called um, Little Nightmares, and it's quite dark and sort of you haven't got any sort of weapons or health. Yeah. Um, there's also a game I don't know if you've heard of it called Limbo. Not Limbo, no. And, uh, it's like sort of two D side scrolling, and you've got to like run away from like a spider. You're a tiny little child. It, ev- everything in the game is like black and white, right? And it's like a sort of side-scrolling game, and you've just got to try and survive, basically. It's kind of I've seen that one actually. Yeah, yeah, I think it's on PS4. Yeah, there's a few games like that. There's one called Inside as well. I'm not heard of that one. Yeah, they're all kind of from the same universe, I think. Right, but they're definitely worth checking out if you're uh, still into that sort of stuff. Oh yeah, definitely have a look. But yeah, it's quite interesting that like a lot of people especially like five six years ago everyone wanted to sort of have a gun like call of duty and kill people if they shot at you you could shoot back at them whereas these games like abe's odyssey was kind of just keep a low profile and try and survive i suppose yeah it was more skill-based yeah yeah there was nothing you could do about it you just had to sort of time the moves and figure Absolutely. out the, of the enemy and sort of get through the level as quickly as possible yeah oh, yeah cool yeah nice uh little throwback to i think it's called, i think it's called odd world that's it yeah odd world abe's odyssey i think it was called yeah. completely random question here now uh favorite animal it's a tough one <laughs> Uh, I quite like sloths, as you can yeah. tell by my uh, Instagram name. Yeah, I thought you were going to say that. Yeah, they're, they're interesting creatures. Yeah, they're a bit weird, aren't they? Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's hard, really, to say. I mean, I like most animals. Yeah. We, we tend to try and take the kids to a... a um, wildlife park or something like that yeah. at least three, four times a year um, oh, cool. just to see what there is sort of thing mm. yeah. have, you, um, have you seen a sloth in real life? yeah um, massive claw um, oh yeah we were um, oh, I can't remember one near Manchester and I think you walk into like a, a dome room and there's a load of string uh, rope above your head and there's uh, two of them in there just really slowly yeah fascinating to watch really (laughs) yeah there's something really weird and sort of innocent about them isn't there that they just they just do their own thing that's enough for them isn't it yeah they don't have to worry about like who they're voting for for prime minister or tax (laughs) or what iPhone they're going to get next? They're they're just sort of chilling. Yeah, just taking the time going through life. Yeah, I'm jealous. <laughs> Being reincarnated as a sloth is the dream, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day. Yeah, that's it. So, slightly different uh, set of questions to what I usually ask. 
but no time like the present and all that. So, favourite film slash favourite TV series? Uh, favourite film? Hmm. Let's see, I want to say Infinity War Avengers, but oh yeah, that's, that's too easy. But 101 Dalmatians from childhood. Yeah. Always something I'd love to watch. Especially with kids at the moment. They, they enjoy watching it as well, so... Yeah. Um, yeah. TV series, definitely Band of Brothers. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, can't. I mean, we started watching that beginning of the first lockdown. Um, and then we watched it again about a month ago. Just watched the series, the whole... I know there's only 10 episodes in it, but we watched the series in, like, three nights, so... Yeah. Yeah, just definitely enjoy that. Yeah. Have you got the DVD of that, or is it on streaming services? Uh, it'll be streaming services. Um, we did have the DVD, but I think somebody else in the family's got it now. Yeah, I know how it goes. Yeah. Can I borrow that off you, and then you never see it ever again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Might as well just buy yeah. it off. I mean, we tend to try and pick really weird films and, and tell family members about that to get them to watch it, and then yeah, hopefully they, they won't bother stuff off us again. Yeah. But it doesn't seem to work. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Nice. Um, so you're, you're into your war, then? Yeah, yeah, I suppose. I mean, it's more... And the brothers is like... Oh, Realizing how lucky we actually are, we yeah. haven't had to do anything like that. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. the ultimate sacrifice, isn't it? Well, definitely. Yeah. Have you um have you seen Nineteen Seventeen at the cinema? Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, look, that was good. Yeah, which yeah. I found weird because there wasn't much speaking in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, the dialogue was quite small, but yeah, that was great film. So I loved that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was more of a sort of technical exercise and sort of a theatrical piece in itself. Yeah. It wasn't very scripty, as in words. It was very sort of, how can we pull this off? Yeah, it's interesting yeah, it, they, to watch it all in one take. Oh, yeah, definitely. And they made it work really well. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely yeah. worth watching at the cinema, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. So, before this next break, I want to know if you've had any paranormal experiences. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know, to be honest. Yeah. It's, for me, it's hard to say because obviously there's always weird stuff going on. And of course, you can't explain some of it, but. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean it's yeah. paranormal or anything like that, does it? It's, it's could be. Do you believe in um, like superstition or aliens or have you ever seen uh, anything that you thought that's not right? Like that's not obeying the laws of gravity or you know something like that. Aliens definitely. Not not yeah. I haven't seen them. Um, 
<laughs> There's got to be somewhere else out there. Yeah. Yeah. Can't be on our own, can we? Not when you think about how vast and sort of infinite the universe is. That's it, yeah. And then, again, is it, is it Joe Rogan seems to be posting a lot of UFO sightings on its Instagram page. Yeah, well, I think the US Pentagon have admitted that there's something. Yeah. So that's obviously going to cause a lot of intrigue because they're basically putting their cards on the table and saying, yeah, there's definitely something going on. And, you know, that's essentially the US government admitting it. So that's obviously going to cause a bit of conversation. Well, did they get leaked some UFO sightings or something like that from the US government? And then they've had to turn on and say that, haven't they? Yeah, I think they acknowledged it because there was a thing that was flying above some aircraft carriers, I think, in the ocean. I can't remember which ocean it is. Um, But it looked like a tic-tac. And it wasn't obeying the standard sort of gravitational laws of combustion engines. So it was just sort of flitting around, doing whatever it wanted. And then it just disappeared. So, I'm, is, uh, yeah, I'm fascinated with that sort of stuff. Yeah, this is um, I think there was a couple of like jet fighter pilots that saw it, and obviously, um, we've kind of just got to take their word for it. But the fact that the U.S. government or Pentagon or whatever it is have admitted it makes it even more weighty. Yeah, because they've said actually, yeah, they are onto something. It's not a bunch of you know, kooky pilots. It's actually something that has truth to it, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, if you do ever see an alien, you have to promise me that you'll get them on the podcast. (laughs) Watch my views triple overnight. (laughs) I think they'd do a bit more than triple if that happened. (laughs) Wake up and my phone's just a smouldering mess on the floor. (laughs) Notifications just pinging, pinging, pinging. So, yeah, you haven't actually seen any uh, sort of figures or shadows or anything then? You've just sort of had a um, think about it and then moved on? I remember coming back from college one night. I was getting a lift with my mate in that, and it was in a perfect triangle with three red lights, and it was a, it was a pretty big triangle up in the sky. Yeah. That's always got me thinking, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, I don't know, because there's no way that jets could have flown in that formation that perfectly without yeah. breaking it up a little bit. Um, yeah. So yeah. And then, obviously, like I said, because I start work early in the morning, it's still sort of, especially in winter, it's obviously dark at like half four. And you know, yeah. I normally think I see some up. Yeah. Which is weird. <laughs> it's, it, but then again, is it just with it being so early in the morning and mm. I'm still sort of waking up or what? Or was it actually just. Yeah. Up there? Mm. Yeah. Is it just your eyes adjusting to the. Like, you know, when you go into the cinema during the day and yeah. you come out and you're like, oh, fuck it out. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my God, it's so bright out. Yeah. Oh, that's it, yeah. It's like that, but reverse but then, where it's dark. But then I look at where we live 
and I think they wouldn't come here. They'd go somewhere nicer. <laughs> or, yeah. yeah, somewhere bigger, something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I get what you mean. Unless they, that's why they have come here, because it's quiet. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was um that that was quite a lot of speculation, like when you know, all the stereotypical sort of rednecks said that aliens had come down to their trailer and probed them. And it's like, well, that's like the perfect demographic for people that you're not not gonna believe what they say. Yeah. And then sort of Men in Black came out the film and it became a bit more official, even though it was obviously a film. Yeah. But that kind of added a bit of sort of formality to it and it became a bit more sort of believable, if that makes sense, rather than just Billy down the road that's dating his sister. You know. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. It's it's an interesting one. I'm looking forward to the next uh sort of 10, 20 years and see how that develops. Um, yeah, there's definitely something out there. We just need to find it, or it needs to find us. And like, would it just monitor us, or would it try and communicate with us? Or there we go. As a person, I, uh, I mean, obviously, it's going to be them finding us first because we haven't got the technology. Mm. Not yet. Well, not that we know of yet. Um, but I reckon they'd monitor us for a bit, realize yeah. that we struggle. And then, uh, you, I don't know, go away. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Look at these idiots trading paper for shopping. <laughs> paper check for these, food. Yeah. Check this ant colony out. Yeah. yeah mm. I definitely don't think Elvis went home. I don't believe that one. That's one that I don't believe. Yeah. 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 I get what you mean. All right. We're going to go to a quick break. We'll uh, think of some more stuff to talk about because we've absolutely steamrolled through the CrossFit questions. And we will be right back. So I'll send you a new link in a sec, Fred, and we'll get started on the last bit. Yep, cheers. Hey, guys, just a quick ad read. Ocean Bottle. I recently reached out to this company as I thought their mission statement and attitude were absolutely fantastic. Support livelihoods, stop ocean plastic. These award-winning bottles come in a range of colours, including ocean blue, forest green, obsidian black and sun orange. Each bottle that is bought means the equivalent of 1,000 plastic bottles kept out of the ocean in places where plastic pollution is actually at its worst. These are 100% dishwasher safe and contained double-walled vacuum seals and are made from insulated stainless steel. They keep your cold drinks cold and your hot drinks hot. Join the award-winning team and get your own at www.oceanbottle.co. The current discount code I have access to is on my Instagram page, so please check out the Absolute Bedlam Podcast Instagram page on there to see the most recent one. Thanks to Ocean Bottle for allowing me to spread the good word of environmental sustainability. I cannot wait to get my own Ocean Blue one soon with my podcast logo front and centre. Anyway, back to the episode. Hello. Hello. So, Fred, are you a musical guy? Are you into your um, live music, gigs, or anything like that? Um, yeah, I like my live music. Um, I've not been to too many gigs, I think, but 
tried to get there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, music-wise, I enjoy music, especially like, like again, go back to CrossFit and, and running and stuff. I play a yeah. lot of it then. More yeah. during CrossFit than running. But yeah, it definitely helps. What's um two or three albums that you can recommend when you're working out to get people started? For me, there's no certain, uh, there's no definite albums. It's all just a mixture. Um, yeah, like a playlist. Yeah, so it is yeah. a lot of heavy rock, some nice. drum and bass, some of those yeah. loud and a big beat to it. Yeah, wakes you up and sort of keeps you yeah. going, flowing. Yeah, I mean, um, Thunderstruck ACDC helped me through my workout today. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I had a twelve-minute period where I had to do a certain amount of weights and stuff like, that, and it got to like ten minutes, and I was feeling, oh, no, nah, I'm not going to do this last one. And then Thunderstruck started, and <laughs> I ended up outdoing myself early, so I was happy with that. Nice, well done. But, yeah. Yeah, Shout out ACDC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny how music can just sort of help us perform better and help us focus and. Everything in between really helps you reflect, helps you. Yeah. yeah, it's just the sort of oil that sort of keeps us going, I suppose, in a way. Oh, yeah. There's always music to listen to, and there's always a mood to suit every sort of artist, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> so um, when you're not when you're not crossfitting, um, can you name us? Three albums that you've uh, found have sort of affected your life, or just um, sort of inspired you to do something. Um, Lincoln Parks definitely. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. See, this is the problem with music. I can't remember the names of them. I know I like a song. Yeah. When the song starts playing, it's, it's I enjoy it. Yeah. So Lincoln Park, you've got Hybrid Theory, Meteora. Thousand Sons, uh, Hunting Party. Wait for me. Uh, one of in the end on it. Oh, that's Hybrid Theory. Yeah, that's definitely track eight, if I remember correctly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that was a great album. That really sort of changed the game. I think yeah. it was quite a random sort of. It didn't have a specific theme to it. It was kind of no. just like 10 songs thrown into the fray and they all just worked. Yeah, and I enjoyed um, when they collaborated with Jay-Z. Oh, Collision Course. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, was cool. A couple of them songs were actually pretty good, which I didn't think at the time I thought that. And I, they made it work. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, that was a cool little... Um, Sort of collaboration crossover thing. Yeah. What's, what do people call it? I think MD, MTV coined the phrase, uh, it's a mashup. Well, it's yes. two, two things yeah. joining forces that wouldn't usually, I suppose. Nobody was expecting it, were they? No, it's very good, though. Yeah. Who else did you say other than Linkin Park? Sorry. Uh, Daft Punk. Daft Punk. So I like. 
I like all uh, well most of their songs to be honest. There's no yeah an album. Uh, yeah, yeah, I get you. Well, yeah, they they broke up not long ago, which mm. that's a bit. I wouldn't say upsetting, but unexpected. Mm. Yeah, they're kind of a band that you just assume just keep going. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they say we're going to uh, call it a day, and you're like, oh right. Well, it's weird how like what? when bands do that though, everyone flocks to them. Yeah, they kind of think that they've missed something, and they want to sort of yeah, Which... no one appreciates it when it's mid-flight. But to be honest, if you hadn't have heard of Daft Punk until they had broken up, then you de- yeah. I personally you definitely missed something with them yeah i'd quite like to um have watched them live i imagine they're kind of energetic and sort of i don't know do you like the band um 21 pilots yeah kind of like that sort of royal blood where it's like two people on stage just giving yeah. it everything they've got sort of thing royal blood. so i think i struggled with royal blood because we went to see them at um Radio One Big Weekend, I think. They were, oh yeah, yeah. So when it was at, at near Hull, yeah, yeah, yeah. When Royal Blood were performing, mm. it was really windy, and you couldn't oh, right. hear them from the speakers, which it was annoying. Mm. And the bits that we did hear, we were like, oh, I didn't realise they sang that song. Yeah. 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 But definitely. Yeah. The atmosphere seemed great for them. Yeah, I think they've um, got their own sound and they've kind of just been able to keep churning out all of their music and it doesn't seem forced. It seems sort of quite no. natural. Yeah. And the fact that they both sing as well means that it's kind of fresh and it's not just sort of the same thing over and over. Yeah, it just mixes it up, doesn't it? It's crazy to me that they're on. I think they're on their third album. Like some bands release like 10, 11 albums and then they get their big break. Yeah. Whereas they've just sort of lived in BBC One's sort of spotlight and just, you know, that's that's what you would do, wouldn't it? But yeah, just absolutely smashed it all the way up. One of the lucky few, aren't they, really? Like yeah. they've been spotlight from so early on. I think the Foo Fighters heard of them when they came to the UK, and right. Dave Grohl was like, "You're you're definitely coming on tour with us." <laughs> and it, it's always nice to get that hook, rather oh, than yeah. feeling that it's sort of me against everyone. It's always yeah. nice to have a hand on the way up, as it were. If you if Foo Fighters have heard, yeah. Then you know you're doing something right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially if you just started off. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So, um, what's the best live gig you've ever been to? Um, <clears throat> hmm. uh, I think Status Quo. I enjoyed them. Oh yeah. Um, but apparently they weren't as loud as what they used to be. Which... <laughs> of course. For me, yeah. they were loud enough, but for other people, I was a bit disappointed by that. Yeah. Um, but Boardmasters, we, oh, yeah. at Cornwall, we, we did that, we've done that a couple of times, and um, 
basement jacks were there, and I think they were oh, on for about nice. forty minutes, something like that. And that was that was amazing. Was that? I really liked them. Yeah, and it was yeah, like the whole group as well. It wasn't just a few of them. It was like the whole group was there. Yeah. Mm. I think they're back this year, um, but it's just like the DJ set, which I suppose yeah. it'd still be pretty good, but. Yeah, I, I, I'm firm, firmly in the camp of like DJ sets are kind of like Diet Coke or sort of Beck's alcohol free. <laughs> and it's like, it's good, but it's not quite, you know, it's not full experience. Yeah, it's not, it's just, just it's not quite right. Yeah, it's so, so close. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, not going to say it's not quite Carling because unless Carling are willing to sponsor me. <laughs> then they can sod off. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah it's just not. It's like ninety eight percent there. But oh, um, yeah. it depends on the mood, though. Obviously, if you've got like a rave and you you watch, I don't know, like Benji from Skin Dread, he's got a DJ set, and Sean Smith from the Blackout's got a DJ set, and yeah. there's definitely a time and a place where that can really sort of pop off. Um, but yeah, it's. I prefer the whole live band sort of the real deal you know each member gets up and does their thing and sort of comes together really nicely but yeah hmm. right so we watched them and I, I blame them for the way my lad is at the moment because the missus was <laughs> what seven and a half months pregnant when we went to see them so <laughs> yeah obviously I think the vibrations <laughs> did some <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, brilliant. He's a lovely child. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Awesome. So yeah, best gig was um was it big weekend, did you say, sorry? Uh, Boardmasters. Boardmasters. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Is there all sorts of stuff going on at that other than music? Or is it primarily a music festival first and everything else is like second? Um no, I think it's because it, they do obviously surfing at, at Newquay. Um, so they've got a yeah. massive surfing competition during the day. Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. Yeah, and then obviously you go, um, I can't remember, is it Fistful Beach? Was the deep, oh, right. was the festival? Yeah. So yeah, you went, in, you went into Newquay for the surfing and then you went out there to to the music festival on the night. I mean, it was a long day, but it was enjoyable. Yeah. And because mm. the missus was pregnant, I was drinking for two, so. <laughs> it's a tough job, but someone's got to do it. Exactly, yeah. That's it. Take one for the team, as it were. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, I've not heard the uh, word board masters for a while. It's a nice little recollection episode going on here. Yeah. Trying to remember all the good times. <laughs> right. So just before we get to the infamous meal deal question, when we hop over to meal deal corner, um, first things first, thank you for coming on Fred and thank you for sharing your wisdom about CrossFit and hopefully some people have um, listened to it and fancy giving it a go. Yeah. yeah. And oh, second, uh, go on, sorry. Okay. So I've done, a little bit of help, and I wouldn't say it was loads, but I've tried it. 
I love getting people on to like chat about their sort of passions and their sort of interests because yeah. we're all so different, aren't we? Oh yeah. We all sort of gravitate towards certain things that someone else would have never even thought of. Yeah. That's what it's all about, really. It'd be boring otherwise, wouldn't it, really? Yeah, imagine if we're all the same. Exactly, yeah. would be weird. Um, And secondly, what was I going to say? Oh, I think it was something along the lines of uh, check out my most recent episode pre this one, which is talking about my top five episodes of uh, Absolute Bedlam so far. Um, I think that was it. So, yeah, thanks, Fred, for coming on. And I'm thinking, actually, now I remember it now. It's always the way. Um, I'm thinking of potentially going video rather than just audio. Um, So I want to know people's thoughts on that, really. I want people to sort of drop me a message on Instagram or if you've got me as a friend on Facebook, drop me a message and let me know if you're interested in that because obviously with it being video, it might be on YouTube and it means that unless you're willing to absolutely hammer your battery life on your phone, then, you know, like audio, I might have to look at an RSS feed to get it on Spotify and stuff like that. But I quite like doing stuff whilst I'm listening to podcasts. So I'm really interested to know what people's thoughts are on that because obviously if you lock the screen on YouTube, it will stop the the video playing. So, uh, yeah, I'm interested to know what people think about that sort of stuff. But, yeah, um, got a big guest coming soon. So I want to try and sort of make the jump before that. But, yeah, I'm interested to know what you will think because, obviously, I'm not listening to my own voice. I'm, you know, doing this for the people, as it were. So uh, I'm interested to know what people think. So if they could get in touch with me, that would be fantastic. Um, I think... That was it in terms of my admin. Obviously, thanks for listening. Um, And I'm going to need a picture from Fred at some point, and I'll put up a post on Instagram and tag you in it, as always, Fred. And uh, just feel free to shout out around. But we are forgetting the most important question of the episode, which is, Fred, what is your go-to meal deal? And for you, I'm going to allow you to have two answers. I'm going to let you have a healthy meal deal. And I'm going to let you have a dirty meal deal that's full of dense calories. I don't know. <laughs> um, no it's not a tough one. No, no, no. Oh, no. I mean, I, I enjoy my food, all types of food. So it's, it's, it's tricky. Spoil for choice. Yeah. <laughs> so when you mean meal deal, do you just mean like, Something we make at home. Oh. No, we're talking supermarkets. We're supermarkets, talking Tesco's, no. Boots, Marks and Spencers. Asda have just started doing one. I need oh, to try that know. out, actually. I've neglected that. Um, so we're talking crisps, sandwiches, drink. Uh, you could potentially have like a pepperami as a snack instead of crisps or a chocolate bar. Or if you're mental, you could have a saurine all that sort of stuff and you get it all for like three quid four quid i enjoy the wraps that's yeah. really good i enjoy them i suppose yeah. they're healthy yeah sort of yeah yeah um 
olives as well because Tesco's have just started doing olives in theirs. Oh, have they? Nice. Yeah. Not wrong with some olives. Love them. <laughs> but, um, but other than that, I, I'm, I'm not a massive meal deal eater, unfortunately. Oh. Unbelievable. And uh, Can't get the staff. No. <laughs> That's it. What um what wrap are you talking about? The uh, spicy chicken Cajun thing. Or is it just oh yeah, Cajun? yeah. Nice, yeah. Like and uh, if I absolutely twisted your arm, what drink would you go for? Dr Pepper. Dr Pepper. <laughs> Full fat or zero? Um, did they do a zero one? I think so, yeah. I think it's a yellow oh. label. No, not yellow. White label. Oh, God, no. Oh, I couldn't think of anything worse. Yeah. Definitely full fat, yeah. I've That's got a bit of a thing with um, full fat bowls now that they're actually becoming really rare. Yeah. And we need to grab hold of them whilst we can, people, because they're literally just going to get extinct, basically, because this zero Coke revolution is uh, upon us, basically. And... Sooner or later, they're going to stop being in circulation. So um, grab a bottle whilst you can, because it's probably, I'd say, six months later, we won't be able to get our hands on them anymore. So, yeah, if anyone wants to uh, shoot Fred a full-fat Dr. Pepper, then I'm sure they'd appreciate it. But obviously, you can't drink it, because it's basically an artefact in a museum at this point. That's true. There we go. <laughs> poke a little hole in yeah. and have a little bit every now and then. That's it, yeah. Just have a tiny little sip to see if anyone notices. Yeah. What um what liquid looks like Dr. Pepper? Because you could do the classic thing of um drinking your parents' vodka and replacing it with water. Don't know if you ever did that as a kid. Or drinking um, their whiskey and swapping it with apple juice. That was always a classic, wasn't it? Yeah, we never replaced it, we just drank it and <laughs> <laughs> it evaporated mum honest that's all yeah that's, that's all the weirdest happened. thing yeah it never never did that before but the second you left the house for a weekend away it just yeah aliens that's the answer <laughs> yeah, it's always the answer yes. if that isn't the answer I don't want to know what the question is no. so Fred do you have any questions for me because I'm pretty happy with uh, this episode but um, if you've got anything for me, then now's your chance. Uh, no, it's been pretty good, is that? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. There we go. Been happy with it as well. Yeah, yeah, nice. Love recording. Love uh, chatting to people, especially people like yourself that I've never actually met before. And uh, yeah. just finding out what makes you tick and getting all these experiences out and sort of helping people through the pandemic and actually having a conversation with people. Yeah, it's been nice to like say speak to someone completely different. Yeah, yeah. 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 Absolutely. You start cracking, don't you, when it's just your family all day, every day. That's it, yeah. Too much of a good thing and all that. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for tuning in guys. And genuinely interested to know about the whole video thing. Um so please do get in contact with me. I don't usually ask for people to get in contact with me. So, uh, yeah, sort me out and uh, 
let me know what you think because I'm really happy to hear back from people and obviously I'm getting an average of 50 listens per episode now so I know you're out there so yeah drop me a message and let me know what you think but um I want to try and keep this as accessible as possible for everyone really but yeah thanks for listening and I will speak to you all very soon and you know shout out to ocean bottle shout out to grind and shout out to archie soul male grooming i'm about to play their advert now archie soul uh just a quick disclaimer that they are not dog grooming company they are a male grooming company um i need to re-record that advert now because it's starting to get a bit silly but yeah thanks as always for your constant support guys and bedlam 2021 at checkout for most of those things and i will speak to you all very soon but yeah, thanks, Red. Take care, and I'll speak to you yeah. soon, mate. Yeah, cheers, man. Take care. Bye. See you, mate. Hey, guys. Hope you're enjoying the episode. Just an ad read from a new sponsor called Archie Soul Grooming. So we have archiesoul.com. They've currently got a bit of a sale on at the moment. Uh, basically, long story short, I've not really been looking after myself, uh, especially during lockdown and quarantine. I've always been sort of, I'll deal with it later, kind of person really. Not really bothered about how I look and I think now is a good time to change that. Uh, especially with like the world opening back up and sort of everyone having massive beards and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, so Archie Soul have uh, beard oil, they have razors old school sort of stuff uh power shower uh they sell loads and loads of products from loads and loads of places they're from the uk um and they recently sent me a box of stuff and it's just been breathtaking it's been a completely new lease of life uh in terms of like actually using proper soap and actually having an opportunity to sort of care about yourself and sort of give yourself a bit of a lease of life in the morning traditionally i've always um got up first thing in the morning thrown some water on my face said to myself that will do and sped off in my car at about 30 miles an hour so time to change all that sort of stuff and to actually look after yourself and take some accountability i suppose so um yeah so get involved at archiesoul.com I have an affiliate link with them, which is Bedlam2021, so that's going to give you 20% off. Companies like American Crew, Anthony, Duke Cannon, who are one of my favourites because they sell the biggest bars of soap I've ever seen in my life. Ace High, Monsieur Barbier, and Anthony. So they stock traditional razors and genuine leather bags for work and for play. And as always, with all of these great companies I work for and promote for, is their priority is an excellent customer experience and they will always go above and beyond for their customers. And there is a guy at Archie Soul called Mark, and he is one of the most responsive people I've ever had the pleasure of dealing with in terms of business. Uh, he's all about getting you what you want 
at the price that you can afford. Not going to break the bank. Like I say at the moment, they've got a sale on. So check them out at archiesoul.com. Tell them I sent you using Bedlam2021 as the discount code at checkout. And thank me later because you are not going to regret this, guys. Thank you very much and back to it. Hope you enjoyed that episode, guys. Um, I'm just doing this as a pre-recorded segment because I always forget. Please consider subscribing for weekly uploads. Um, sometimes I do two in one week. So yeah, please do uh, consider sharing this with your friends and telling everyone that you know. And yeah, I'll see you in the next one. Cheers.